grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit lifts up our hearts today is Psalm 24. A Psalm of David. The earth and its fullness belong to the Lord, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it by the seas and established it by the currents. Who can ascend the hill of the Lord? Who can stand in his holy place? He whose hands are clean and whose heart is pure. He who does not use his life in vain and does not swear deceitfully, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This kind of people are searching for him. They are seeking your face, Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory will enter. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty, the Lord, mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory will enter. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Selah. This is the word of our Lord. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, wash clean in the blood of our risen Savior. As the buzzer sounded and the visiting opponent's last second shot circled the rim and then fell through the net, the home fans fell silent. Their heads drooped. Hopes for a championship dashed by a one-point loss. A family gathers at the gravesite, cheeks stained with tears, eyes downcast, faces staring at the ground. How many other scenarios can you imagine when our heads droop and our eyes are downcast by disappointment, sadness, heartache? How often doesn't the burden of our troubles and toils weigh down our eyes? If your life stumbles along from one frustration to another, don't be surprised. Remember what the Lord God told Adam. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground from which you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. That's the inheritance Adam passed down to us. No wonder our eyes droop and our faces are downcast. But dear friends, Lift up your heads. Yes, lift up your heads in joy and celebration, for the Holy Spirit lifts your heart as his word fills you today, for you see his word brings you the King of glory. Lift up your heads. See the King of glory. But how can we dare to lift up our heads in the presence of such a glorious king, even in earthly throne rooms. People bow their heads and avert their eyes 
how much more so before him who rules and reigns over all things. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all who live in it, from the massless photon to the biggest, largest supercluster of galaxies, it belongs to the Lord. From the tiniest virus to the great blue whale, it belongs to the Lord. Yes, even human achievements belong to the Lord. Yes, those achievements that fill our modern society. For who is it that gave humanity the abilities and the opportunities The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. He is the creator of all. On the third day of creation, he had the land rise up as he gathered together the water. He called that dry ground land. And the gathered waters he called seas, and he covered that land with green plants and fruitful trees, each bearing a seed after its own kind. And then on the fifth day, he filled the seas and the air with fish and birds. And the next day, he filled the land with animals and Adam and Eve. He is the creator of all. How dare we mere creatures lift up our heads, for we are but dust. How dare we lift up our heads in the presence of the King of glory through whom all things were created. But what is more, he is also the Holy One. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? When the prophet Isaiah saw the Lord seated on a throne high and exalted, even the the angelic holy seraphim covered their eyes with a pair of their wings as they called out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. How dare we lift up our heads? Are your hands clean? Is your heart pure? Not one speck of guilt, not one smudge of failure. How far from it. We fail to set our hearts fully on God alone. When life goes well, we find happiness in the gifts, neglecting the giver. We find that we rely on our good circumstances to keep life pleasant. We find comfort in a steady income or money in the bank and Just the worry we feel when those things quite aren't there just shows how much we're depending on them. We fail to depend on God alone, trusting in Him only as the source for all happiness and security. And when life goes badly, we doubt God's love and kindness We question his ability to answer our prayers. Our hope grows dim as if God were unreliable. How impure our hearts are. 
We've lifted up our souls to those idols, those false gods of money, pleasure, doubt, and worry. Our words and our actions betray the impurity in our hearts and prove you and me to be sinners. How dare we sinners lift up our heads? Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his soul to an idol or swear by what is false. Who is such a person? How could it ever be you or me or anyone else, sinners, all of us? Who is such a person? See him on a donkey riding into Jerusalem. The Lamb of God, pure and holy, Jesus of Nazareth. He is the holy God, the almighty, the eternal Son of the Father. But look, he, the creator, has taken the nature of his creature, our human nature, into his person. He has clothed himself with our flesh and blood. And what is more, yes, dear friends, what is more, he who is the righteous one has covered himself in the dirt and filth of our sin and guilt. He, the glorious king, lowers himself, humbles himself even to death on a cross. He rides into Jerusalem to die for you, dear sinner, to die for you. How that changes everything. A dirty rag can't wipe our hands clean. So even the best efforts from ourselves only wipe more guilt onto us. Isaiah writes that even the righteous acts we do are like filthy rags. But Jesus, the Holy One, the Righteous One, He, He can wipe you clean inside and out. For His blood purifies us from all sins, as the Apostle John writes in his first epistle. And that's why that's why Jesus rode into Jerusalem. That's why he went to the cross. That's why he rose on Easter Sunday to wash your hands clean, to purify your heart. So, dear Christian, lift up your head in joy and celebration. Lift up your head as you in faith ascend the holy hill of the Lord, washed clean in Jesus' blood. Lift up your head. And see your glorious King. For his glory is that work, his work of saving you. His glory is that shameful cross on which he carried all your sins and suffered the penalty in our place. His glory is his blood that washes you clean inside and out. There is a fountain filled with blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins and sinners plunged beneath that flood lose all their guilty stain, lose all their guilty stain. How can we dare to lift up our heads and see the King of glory? Only because his blood washes us clean.
But how do we do it? With, with what kind of attitude do we lift up our heads and see the King of Glory? Oh, we certainly don't do it as if to challenge him, like someone lifting up their head to look their earthly opponent in the eye, no. And we certainly don't do it as if to claim we're on equal footing with him, like two emperors might look each other in the eye. And we certainly don't do it as if to deceive him, pretending that we are more than we, we, we are, imagining we're calling his bluff like players in Texas hold him. And we certainly don't do it as if to bargain with him, thinking if we lift up our heads that we can drive a good deal out of him. No. Any and all of those attitudes reject the blood of Jesus. They leave us standing with filthy hands and impure hearts filled with dirt and sin, condemned and damned to hell. For without Jesus washing us clean, no one, can ascend the hill of the Lord. No one can stand in his holy place. Rather, dear friends, rather, we come as beggars, knowing we have nothing to offer. We come as humble supplicants, pleading for his mercy. We come as seekers, turning to him alone as our mighty hero. The psalm says, such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Now, do you remember Jacob? He wrestled with God, holding the Lord to his promises. Yet he did so in all humility, recognizing his total unworthiness. You see, he was afraid of his brother Esau, whom he had tricked out of the birthright and blessing some 20 years earlier. At that time, he had fled for his life with nothing but the shirt on his back and the staff in his hand. But now the Lord had told him to return home with his new family and, and possessions, his flocks and herds. And the Lord promised to be with him. And now he finds out that Esau is coming to meet him with 400 men. So Jacob sought the Lord. He prayed, O God of my father Abraham, God of my father Isaac, O Lord, who said to me, Go back to your country and your relatives, and I will make you prosper. I am unworthy of all the kindness and faithfulness you have shown your servant. I had only my staff when I crossed this Jordan, but now I have become two groups. Save me, I pray, from the hand of my brother Esau, for I am afraid he will come and attack me and also the mothers with their children. But you have said, I will surely make you prosper and will make your descendants like the sand of the sea, which cannot be counted. With humble faith, he held the Lord to his promises. And so like Jacob, dear friends, like Jacob, seek the Lord in his promises. For, this, for that is how he has chosen to be found in his promises. That's how his gracious face shines on you. That's how he looks on you with favor, through his promises. And what 
what has the Lord promised you? That Jesus is your mighty hero. He has conquered sin, your sin. By his death on the cross, he won the victory over sin, paying for it in full. Hear his victory cry, it is finished. He is your mighty hero, for he has conquered Satan for you, parading through hell in victory early Easter morning. He has conquered death for you, showing himself alive to his disciples, letting them touch his wounds. Yes, the same Jesus that sacrificed himself as the Lamb of God in your place has risen from the dead. He lives, he lives, who once was dead. He is your mighty hero. The gates of heaven, those ancient, everlasting doors, open wide to welcome him back as the ascended Lord of glory, the conquering hero. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Yes, sounds like victory cheers. For that is what they are. So if even, if even the gates of heaven lift up their heads in joy, how much more so you and I, his people, his blood-bought, ransomed people. For our Lord will visibly return to take you and me and all his faithful people through those gates with him. He will lead us as a mighty throng home to heaven, following him as our conquering hero, our Lord. For he is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of Sabaoth. Such a mighty hero. Why would we not seek him with all our heart? Why would we not listen to his voice and follow him? Why would we not cling to his promise and and and? Rejoice even in the crosses we get to bear for him. Why would we not strive with all our strength to live with clean hands and a pure heart, to live for him who died covered with our filth and then rose in victory as our mighty hero? So, dear friends, lift up your heads and see the King of glory See the King of glory coming to you through his promises in his word and sacraments. Feel him place his nail-pierced hand beneath your chin. And though your head is weighed down, he lifts it up and says to you, My blood washes you clean. I am your mighty hero. Amen. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.